0: Hello to you, dear listener. You're listening to the Really Useful Podcast. It is the tech podcast for technophobes from MakeUseOf.com. My name is Christian Corley, and with me this week is Gavin Phillips. Hey, Gavin. Hey, Christian. How you doing? I am very well, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, very
1: well. Mizzly drizzly day down here in Cornwall, but looking forward to getting stuck into this.
0: Well, I've just had a weather alert from Google telling me that it's going to rain here at 10 o'clock. And it is five past 10 o'clock, and it hasn't started raining yet. So, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Google. Eh? <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the um, third episode of, of the latest run, the sixth run of episodes of the Really Useful Podcast, in which we discuss various topics to help you make better use of your technology, whether it be your phone or your computer or your smart TV or any anything really that uh, you have to hand that you need to make better use of and improve your life with ultimately uh this week we're going to tackle which sounds sounds like we're going to do something about it but we're not we're going to discuss the topic (laughs) of vpn's virtual private networks uh this is a topic uh name uh a phrase uh an abbreviation that you will have seen floating around quite often in the press throughout 2020 because a VPN is quite a useful tool for remote working. Uh, now, the thing about VPNs is, like a lot of computer topics, it is quite complicated but ridiculously simple to use. Um, Gavin, VPN, virtual private network. Where do we start with? What is a virtual private network?
1: Well, as with all things, it's best to start at the top uh, and get yourself a definition so i would say vpn as you said stands for virtual private network and a virtual private network basically creates what you could call a tunnel between say your computer and the private computer or server really of the vpn provider when you use your computer with a vpn switched on your internet traffic first travels from your computer to a VPN server and then from the VPN server out into the wider internet. Now, the reasons you would do this, there are quite a few reasons, uh, which we'll get into in a moment, but the main reasons um, are privacy and security. For me, there are, like I said, other reasons, but if you want to increase your security um, from, say, outside snooping, um, government interference, or just generally block out advertising and tracking, then a VPN is a really good way of doing it.
0: That, I mean, that's a good description of a VPN, it? and it's quite clear and concise as well. Uh, there are, of course, two types of VPN. There is a different type of VPN that you're, if you work from an office or you work as part of an organisation, that the IT department may set up for you for um, working between sites. That's a slightly different take on the VPN, but the principle is the same. It's an encrypted tunnel between two places uh, and it's, it's, it's encrypted for you know, data protection, data security, uh, avoid uh, trade secrets or personal data databases, that sort of thing from being um, viewed by the wrong people. Uh, now, yeah, so Gavin mentioned there are various uh, reasons for using a VPN. 2020 has been a funny old year and perhaps it's changed how we use our computers uh, last week's release of podcast we looked at how we've um how, how facebook has kind of come into its own in 2020 in many ways and uh, concerns about privacy and things have been kind of put on the back burner in in favor of people getting together in 2020 uh, in pretty much the only way they can in many cases vpns have changed in 2020 as well because more people are using them. VPN usage has uh, rocketed in various parts of the uh, world where where lockdowns have been occurring. Um, Also in places where there have been social tensions such as Hong Kong uh, concerns over government's uh, surveillance. I, um, I use a VPN quite a lot and I have been for the past five or six years. I wonder if I would have started later if 2020 had happened or whether I would have just got on with it anyway and just kept doing what I do. But a, v- a VPN has proved to be vital for a lot of people working from home in 2020. Mm. And I I, I I do wonder whether or not they're using it for work, though, or whether they're just using it to um, protect themselves from um, employer surveillance yeah yeah do, do you do you keep yours on uh all, all the time when you're online or do you toggle it on and off it depends what i'm doing um so for instance i sometimes i usually use a dutch server because where i am low located in the uk hollands is more or less the same distance as london mm-hmm. uh so that that makes that that's the only reason i do that um in terms of distance obviously ping rate and etc uh, the ping is the distance uh, between yourself and a server. It's not the distance, between, but it measures the distance between yourself and a server. So if there's a, a ping speed. You can, um, oh God, this we're going off on a tangent here, but that's that's basically why right for, for distance. Because the closer you are to a VPN server, the faster the results. Um, so that's why I use a Dutch one. Uh, but sometimes I use a German one. Mm. And some sites in English language don't open in German servers for some reason. You just basically get a, I think it's a 505 or a 504 error. Okay, interesting. So uh yeah, so I don't um so that happens from time to time. But I mean other things, for instance, I was using a VPN last night. Now VPNs are uh famously um useful, quote unquote, for viewing for instance, if you're in the UK viewing Netflix's US library or if you're in the US viewing Netflix's uk library Um, Mm -hmm. this is increasingly not the case as more and more vpns are tackled by netflix's various tactics The, the latest one if i recall correctly is to simply connect you to your local version of netflix and tell you that you're not having the other version of netflix but i have found i was using the britbox app last night and i found that it won't stream if i am set to a dutch server which vpn server on my phone so i basically turned it off and all of a sudden it was streaming so more or less i do have one on all the time and i have found it uh, it doesn't really impact battery life too badly either
1: ah uh, okay so i know um i similar to you I, I toggle mine on and off um one of the biggest things i notice is with you i sometimes use um the UK servers for the VPN service I use so I use one in london or or around London um but British sites uh, say for instance BBC player still realize that you're using um a VPN mm. um because they believe that connection could be coming from anywhere, which you know technically it could because that's you know the anonymity of using a VPN um they still block you from viewing their uh the content on BBC player now there are vpn services that can get around that but that you will have to check with an individual vpn service not not all of them can get around specific geo-restricted content
0: yeah absolutely i found that myself with bbc um which is i don't use a vpn router do you use a vpn router so i say that again do you use a vpn router
1: i don't use a vpn router no um because this I is one, one of the things
0: that's putting me off using a vpn router is not being able to access iplayer etc now i know you can go around that when this obviously com- extra configuration but mm-hmm. there's the feeling of you've gone you're spending 200 quid on a router maybe you should set it up profit but then again maybe spending that much on a router then you want it to be more or less plug and play out of the box without any extra configuration
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there are lots of VPN routers on the market, um, but whether you have to spend a lot of time configuring them to do exactly what you want—I mean, the VPN routers all come with uh, custom firmware, which is you know the the basically the operating system that runs on the router. So you can go into the router, configure specific settings. Um, but way more settings than you would find with um, a router that's provided by your internet service provider, which are normally way more locked down because the provider doesn't want you fiddling with with the configurations. So within the custom firmware on the VPN routers, I'm sure there's many, many more options that allow configurations that can skirt your restrictions perhaps uh, more competently.
0: Yeah, um, and the point of a VPN router as opposed to just using your standard router is that a VPN router basically you put the account details in once and then it covers every device on your network in your home. So it's a bit of a space saver and it ensures that uh, me, a bit of a time saver and it ensures that everyone is using the VPN. VPNs usually offer say three to ten, generally speaking across the board, um, con- consecutive devices. So you, for instance, I have a VPN. On my tablet, my laptop and on my phone, and I could be using them all at the same time and it's all in the same account and it's all you know that's okay with a VPN provider um, some provide more than that some provide less, but that's, that's, that's generally it but if you if you use a VPN router, then you only need to be using the account once and everything on your network will connect to the internet via the VPN through the router it's it's a, it's a advantage, but it's expensive and you don't need to do it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it's it's definitely an outlay to begin with. I guess you look
1: at it in another way as well, though. If you get a VPN router, VPN routers are often um, more powerful and come with way more features than an ISP router as well. So, if you need, say, better coverage in general throughout your home, your your ISP router is not reaching every single corner. You're having to top it up with different things. You could look at a VPN router or a more powerful router that supports um, VPN software to get better coverage throughout your home, better connectivity and the bonus of being able to cover every device in your house with a VPN.
0: Yeah. Now, um, make use of, we have a list of VPNs, um, the best VPNs that you should check out before you go to that. And indeed everything we talk about um, in this week's release for podcast, we will provide links to in the show notes. Before you do that it's probably wise to check out our guide to the key vpn protocols because you'll you'll see um various abbreviations and phrases open vpn sstp l2tp uh things like that and you may not understand what they mean and which is absolutely fair enough because you know for a lot of people the the whole vpn thing is brand new um i am uh, i'm not going to plug myself because that would be unprofessional but i if, if you search um, for me on Twitter at the gadget monkey um, I occasionally talk about VPNs as I am busy pre- um, promoting the importance of VPNs to everyone uh, it's my belief that everyone should use a VPN regardless of what they're doing online everyone should use a VPN it's it's basic security that everyone should be using um, the, but there are as I say there are various um, abbreviations that describe the protocols how VPNs work how they connect the internet how they exchange data. Uh, The the most recent of these is uh, WireGuard, which has been um, increasingly adopted um, by more and more major VPNs. I I don't think there's a VPN that doesn't use WireGuard now, in fact. So, yeah, there's there's a handful. It's OpenVPN, L2TP, IPsec, SSTP, Ikev2, PPTP, and WireGuard. These are all frustratingly Irritatingly confusing terms, and you will see them when you look for a VPN. Yeah. Um, even at the most basic descriptions of VPNs, and they you really don't need to know what they are, you just need to know that they work. But if you want to find out a bit more about them, we have a link or about the six major VPN protocols and explanations for them. Which a chap called Gavin Phillips. Oh, Gavin Phillips, you wrote it. Whoa, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, uh, I, I, I agree with you completely, actually, Christian. It's like many things in tech. You're told you've got to understand everything to do with the topics. But once you dig down into the, the nitty gritty of what these uh, abbreviations actually mean, you realise that for the standard person on the street, they don't need to really understand everything, what all of these little letters mean. just Or, or even once. care. No, exactly. Yeah, you're looking for three things, really, aren't you? You want speed, and you want security, and you really want something that doesn't log you. But that's what the provider does, rather than the protocol. But you you want
0: those three things, don't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, in um, and this is probably something we're going to tackle on a in a in a future article and make use of. But certainly, in the past, like twelve to eighteen months, has been an increase of auditing. Um, self what's not self auditing by vpn companies um hiring um notable auditors to audit them in order to prove their no logging policies
1: yeah absolutely i think um express vpn have done it nord vpn um you know lots of the the major vpn providers have taken that extra step and yep. submitted themselves, like you said, to a third party independent auditor um, so that they can see that there is no logging, there's no back doors into the servers, you know, all this sort of stuff that you really actually want to know because you're entrusting, uh, you know, you're entrusting another service with your, your data in the hope that they're going to keep it secure. So that if you're handing it over and, you know, accessing Geo-restricted content, or whatever—it's I mean, not necessarily illegal, but um, you want to know that they're not keeping tabs on what you're doing.
0: Absolutely, in the grand there is, of things. Yeah, there's, there's also a VPN called OVPN, who have recently um, been found in court. They're based in Sweden um, to have a no-logs policy. Their no-logs policy has basically been proven in court as part of a uh, a uh, takedown battle. Basically. Oh wow. Yeah, so that's that's kind of cool uh, for them uh, to to basically have um, l- lawyers working for Hollywood prove <laughs> on oh, their behalf God. that um, they, they they have no lock policy. That's really really fortunate for them. So um, that's that's another VPN to check out. Um, the the whole thing about a VPN. We talked about. Um, using it for work, but there are many, many more advantages why you should be using a VPN. Um, I'm going to go through these quite quickly and then we'll uh, pick up a few pointers and um, interesting points about this. Um, you can browse web securely on public Wi-Fi if you connect to a VPN first. Um, there are various threats on public Wi-Fi if you're in a cafe, a restaurant, airport, um, bus station. It's In, in some cases... Um, I found in the last couple of years, this isn't across the board, but certain shopping malls in the UK, I imagine further afield, block VPN connections because they have a particular purpose in serving you internet connection, free Wi Fi. Uh, they want to know where you are, which shops you're going into, which adverts to send you uh, to help guide you around the mall. Um, of course in 2020 shopping in shopping malls doesn't happen that often i've probably been to a mall about four times this year and one of those was on holiday (laughs) because we know how to enjoy ourselves on holiday um
1: (laughs) quick to the shops yeah
0: totally yeah um we in fairness we were in where were we We we're in hull oh god (laughs) it doesn't get any better does it um i'm gonna stop that uh so, yeah, another thing you can do, as we said, is um, beat location-based streaming restrictions. Um, you know, your Netflixes and your BBC I players and Britbox are getting wires to VPNs, and they are blocking VPNs. There are ways around that. I'm going to add that into the show notes. It is not on our list of things to discuss, but there is a, there are other ways that you can access overseas streaming services without using a VPN. So, um, yeah, that's an important thing to note. You can, if you, um, we mentioned Hong Kong, you can use a VPN to defeat oppressive government censorship. You can use a VPN to save money while shopping online. You could find different prices for the same item um, in different shop fronts for the same online service in different countries. So you could, um, for instance, um, a pair of shoes for um, shoes.com. I might have made that up, I don't know in Madrid might be cheaper than the same shoes in London, even with um, postage shipping added on. So that, that, that is an option. Uh, you can also save money on flights with a VPN. I don't think too many people are flying these days, but um, that, that's worth keeping in mind. Uh, you will automatically encrypt all of your online traffic using a VPN. This is the very basic. This is why you use a VPN is for encryption. It is to stop observation, surveillance, um, anyone knowing what you're doing online, whether it is a spouse, uh, employer, uh, if you just want to be private online, maybe you write things um, that you prefer to. That maybe you um, like me, you store everything on the cloud, and you have you know, inspiration strikes you at sort of like uh, one thirty in the morning, and you jot it down and it gets uploaded to the cloud. You prefer it to be encrypted, just in case someone else steals your idea. No one's going to steal my ideas; they're rubbish. But you know that's it might happen um online gaming can be uh, speeds can be improved with a vpn Uh, local internet speeds can also be improved with vpns um, because vpns protect your traffic data profile from what's called traffic shaping so now that's a huge advantage Uh, if your isp uses traffic shaping to manage traffic your encrypted data cannot be defined and therefore cannot be shaped you can enjoy private and secure voice chat with a VPN. You can complete sensitive research, which goes back to our point about Hong Kong uh, without interference. You can use a VPN for torrenting and for Usenet. Uh, I've been working through a selection of Usenet providers over the past uh, few weeks for a project I'm working on for Tech Radar. And uh, my God, I'm sick of Usenet at the moment. But you can use. Um, again, for traffic shaping into uh, encrypted connection. Um, um, you can collaborate online with anyone in the world privately without anyone knowing about it using a VPN. There are, VPN um, use is growing, as I said, and the, there's probably more things. People have probably discovered more uses for VPNs during the past uh, nine or ten months than, than we've got here um, thanks to more people using them um for more work purposes during 2020 um have i missed anything Gavin?
1: no i don't think you have i think that's a pretty thorough covering of the best reasons to use a vpn and rounding it up quite succinctly is do you need a vpn the answer is quite obviously yes
0: (laughs) well it is it is a tragedy and there is a practicality about this that is all too clear that um VPN should really come built into your computer. And in, in to some extent, they do. VPN support is built into your computer. The ability to set up an ad hoc um, virtual private network with a different device or or f- for work purposes, for instance, that is built in. Um, yes. It is it is just a shame that this the kind of quote-unquote popular VPN use isn't built in. Um, to, to I mean, obviously, it puts a lot of companies out of business if it was, but it would simplify things considerably for people.
1: It would to an extent, I, I do agree, but I think part of the reason why VPNs are so good and so popular is that you can entrust um, your privacy and security to a company that isn't uh, Microsoft or, yeah. or, or Apple or, or Google. You know, There was the whole thing with um, Facebook creating their own sort of internet that was touted, I think, somewhere in India, India or, or Southeast Asia somewhere. And their internet version was basically glorified Facebook and only links sanctioned by Facebook. (laughs) Uh, And although that's not the same thing um, as, as a VPN, it runs the risk of going down a similar route where you are further entrusting those massive companies that already have issues with trust, privacy, security with something you perhaps really don't want them to have extra access to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, that's a fair point, and uh, I, I accept your counter. Uh, VPNs are typically available for a monthly fee. You can often pay sorry, monthly, or you can pay six monthly, or you can pay 12 monthly, and the increased payments will reduce the monthly rate. So, for instance, you might pay, um, say ten dollars a month for a monthly. This is an example. If you pay month by month, but if you pay in advance, you would probably find that that comes down to $7 a month or whatever. So that is worth checking out. They're not cheap in terms of, um, they're not, you know, they're not a pint of beer cheap, but they are a good price for the service that you get. You may be tempted to try a free VPN. Generally speaking, free VPNs are a huge no no. Um, Your data is certainly your personal data is recorded and used by free VPN services um, sold uh, which is an interesting view on keeping your activity online private when the company that you've just joined um, is um, sharing your data Uh, some of the big-name VPNs offer free trials and free modes that are very limited and restricted and basically encourage you to sign up for the main events as it were uh, I don't think I've ever used a free VPN but they are a kind of I mean they're a minefield aren't they Gavin? Oh
1: yeah absolutely, uh, I've, I've used free VPNs here and there um, in, in a pinch if you need just an extra level of security and you're not going to be You know, you're not browsing anything nefarious or or, or what have you, you just like your example earlier, say you're in a you're in an Internet cafe in a in a foreign country. We're not doing too much of that these days. But, you know, when when we can travel again and you say you haven't got access to a paid VPN, if you could use a, a free VPN just for a short amount of time for an extra level of security. I would say go for it. the The benefit of using it for a short amount of time versus not using it at all could be the difference between you know a phishing link or some malware or or, or what have you. Um, generally speaking, though, you should opt for a, a paid VPN. The security benefits are massive in comparison to a free VPN. The no logging um, that you get. We were talking earlier about companies that log your activity. They're offering security, but at the same time, passing your data on to, you know, advertisers or at best government officials at worst. And if you need the additional security, you you know, you, you are going to have to pay a premium for that additional security. But it's worthwhile, in my opinion, very much worthwhile.
0: Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh... I, um, you know, um, there are a lot of encrypted services online. Banks, you know, there's HTTPS, which is the the, this, the encrypted version of HTTP. Virtually any website these days that is worth using uses a secure certificate to give you HTTPS access. So you know that there there is a safety element and an encryption taking place there, but even so having a vpn to encrypt your standard internet activity is just it's really smart
1: yeah absolutely um and with so many options on the market as well you you can actually shop around a fair amount you know you can find ones that suit your budget you can find ones that have servers in the locations that you want so like the major major vpn servers now have uh services sorry have servers in you know, hundreds of countries all around the world Yeah, some smaller services won't have as many servers um, dotted around the world but in that you can still find ones that don't log your activity and still provide the additional encrypted security that you need but you won't have um, as significant an outlay so if if that's something you can work into your budget then it's well worthwhile
0: absolutely the, the make use of guide to the best vpn services uh, we have a lot. I mean, there's, there's a good selection on there. Uh, for instance, um, there's ExpressVPN. There is CyberGhost. There's TunnelBear. There's Private Internet Access. Um, I've taken a look at all of these. Uh, there's VPN, There is Windscribe. There is ProtonVPN. There's Iversee, which I have trouble pronouncing. Uh, Surfeasy. <laughs> We've also got BT Guard, um, which is focused on BitTorrent use. We have IP Vanish and we have free versions of CyberGhost and Bear. And there's also one called OK Freedom, which capture VPN allowance at two gigabytes a month. As uh, Gavin said, it's worth trying out a free VPN for just ad hoc, quick stuff that you don't, you know, you're not streaming anything or whatever, uh, anything heavy use. But if you just need that extra layer of security, then the free one is a good option. Um, there's also TorGuard. And, you know, I mean, they're basically our top VPNs, which we um, update every few months to make sure that they're up to date and the prices are correct. And we check them out from time to time as well. I mean, a few months ago uh, for another website, I was looking at NordVPN. I was on a huge kind of dial-in thing, and like a big remote session, and I was looking at uh, NordVPN invest- basically demonstrating their, their whole no-log system, which is really cool. I was, like, reviewing their back end, which was incredible and so and and they're one of several big name vpns are really pushing vpn use into big plan not pushing VPN use, but pushing what vpns can do uh for instance that several vpn providers have removed hard drives from their servers and now everything is memory so they can be quickly remotely rebooted they can't be um, compromised for any length of time by um denial of service attacks because there's there's no hard drive so that wow. yeah it's really cool so um that yeah there's a lot of this going on and changing and with new technology coming along vpn so i mean i wrote a few years ago vpn as they are uh, um as they were then they can't really they have kind of a limited lifespan because things are going to change and they've got to change and you know they they are evidently changing along with the with the needs of the end user with with, with your needs and um, become more user friendly and they're, they're so easy to install on a phone. In fact, the, the whole VPN experience on a phone is so much easier than it is on a computer. You don't get the annoying pop-ups with a phone that you, do, that you might do with a computer. They tend to connect more reliably on your phone than they would on a PC. For instance, uh, if my laptop goes into standby, uh, it takes forever to get my VPN to reconnect and my Wi-Fi to reconnect because they, they seem to be fighting. That just doesn't happen on a phone.
1: No, you get the automatic connection. Um, and the out-of-box experience of an app is much, much cleaner than some of the software you can get. Although, that said, the software has come on leaps and bounds oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, compared to even even just five years ago, I would say, when there was a lot more um, manual configuration that you would actually have to do, find IP addresses and set specific numbers and configure different things within the app. But... Um, yeah, I would agree with you that the mobile apps are absolutely fantastic. Lots of them as well. I think one of the best features you can see is how much um, data you're using, um, yeah. which if you're using a VPN on your mobile and you have a limited um, a limited call plan, data connection on your call plan or what have you, um, it will pop up. You can set limits on it. So, it's, you know, send me a notification once I reach two gigabytes used and uh, and you can switch it off or make different Uh, do something different.
0: Yeah, perfect for metered connections, absolutely. Um, Okay, let's just do this. Uh, So we've been talking about VPNs and it's probably best to summarize basically the usage of a VPN um, before we reach the end of this week's show. So basically, if you want to start using a VPN, you go to a VPN provider that we've uh, linked to in our best VPN services in the show notes. You sign up maybe get free trial. You download their software, whether it's on your PC or your mobile device, and then you basically install it, add your credentials, connect to the VPN server, and just leave it running in the background. And that's pretty much it. Your data is encrypted. Uh, the, the, all those advantages that I described earlier, they are now in your hands. And it's worth mentioning as well that some VPN providers are prov- will also um support consoles and whether with an encrypted connection or with a media streaming connection Uh, for instance uh expressvpn has a media streamer uh proxy for use on xbox so they can be used across the board
1: yeah i think uh you can get them across to you like your Fire Stick as well, can't you? You yeah. could install VPN yeah. apps on your Amazon Fire Stick, or yep. if you've got a Kodi box or a Plex server or or anything like that. I mean, the the usage now is it really is extensive. Um, the other thing I would add as well, when well, I mean, we're talking about using VPNs for yourself, but don't forget your other family members. Um, you've got like elderly relatives and what have you, and they're constantly running into trouble online. You can install a a VPN for them, um, which can add some additional security to their daily online life, which is, which is always handy, especially if you end up having to go around and fix people's computers and do virus removal and all this sort of stuff Um, can be a real decent little time saver for everybody involved.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, great point that actually i'm thinking i might actually have to maybe use one of my spare um usages on my parents now you've mentioned that uh not <laughs> on my parents literally on their internet connection uh yeah um so vpns hopefully we have explained everything that you need to know about vpns or that you wanted to know about vpns uh you can um leave your thoughts about the show on twitter or on facebook or at makeusoft.com. and yeah, we are the really useful podcast, the tech podcast for technophobes. We've been talking about VPNs. Find out more at MakeUseOf.com. My name's Christian Corley, that's Gavin Phillips, and from both of us, it's goodbye. Right, hang on, let me just stop recording. I need you to do me a favor. Can you go to the best VPN services page on Make Use Of and click some of the links, please?